Hello friends, thank you for joining me on The Daily Dose. Hello and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. It's Thursday, November 18th and today our episode is entitled A Question of Worship. Let us pray. Loving Father God, we just want to give you thanks and praise your holy name for sparing our lives today and for bringing us back in this fashion, Father, where we can learn more about you and your will for our lives. Fill us now with your Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Central to the covenant relationship between the Lord and Israel was worship. What made the Israelites different from all the world around them was that they alone as a nation were worshiping the true God as opposed to the false gods and goddesses of the pagan world, which were really no gods at all. Now see that I, even I, am he, and there is no God besides me. Deuteronomy 32 verses 39. Let us read Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 19. Deuteronomy chapter 8, 19, Deuteronomy eleven sixteen, and Deuteronomy chapter 30, 17. What is the common warning in all these verses? Why is this warning so essential to the nation of Israel? And beware, lest you raise your eyes to heaven, and when you see the sun and the moon and the stars, all the host of heaven, you be drawn away and bow down to them, and serve them, things that the Lord your God has allotted to all the people under the whole heaven. And if you forget the Lord your God, and go after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I solemnly warn you today that you shall surely perish. Take care, lest your heart be deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods, and worship them. But if your hearts turn away, and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them. Thousands of years ago, just as today, God's people existed in a culture and an environment that in most cases exudes standards and traditions and concepts that conflicted with their faith. Hence, God's people must always be on guard, lest the ways of the world its idols and its gods become the objects of their worship. Our God is a jealous God. Deuteronomy 4.24, Deuteronomy 5.9, Deuteronomy 6.15. And He alone, as our Creator and Redeemer, is worthy of our worship. Here, too, there is no middle ground. We either worship the Lord, who brings life, goodness, and blessings, or we worship any other god which brings evil, curses, and death. Let us read Revelation chapter 13, 1 through 15, and focus on the question of how worship is being presented there. Then, contrast those verses with Revelation 14, 6 to 12. What is happening here in Revelation that reflects the warning given in Deuteronomy? and all through scripture, actually, about false worship. Revelation 13 Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, 
having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for forty-two months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. And it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. And all who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with a sword must be killed with a sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence, and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs, so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Revelation 14 Then I looked. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. And another angel followed, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen that great city, because she has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image, and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest, day or night, who worship the beast in his image, and whoever receives the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. 
However different the context, the issue is the same. Will people worship the true God and have life? Or will they succumb to the pressures, either over or subtle or both, to turn their allegiance away from him and face death? Ultimately, the answer lies within each individual's heart. God did not force ancient Israel to follow him, and he won't force us. As we see in Revelations chapter 13, force is what the beast and his image will employ. God, in contrast, works by love. How can we make sure that, even subtle, we are not slowly leaving our allegiance to Jesus for some other God? Loving Father God, we just want to thank you for these lessons. Father, we just want to thank you for the thought-provoking questions that makes us think whom we serve. Help us, Father, to choose you. Please be with us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.